from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. Thought of the Week, this week, we are going to talk about prayer. Prayer. We... (laughs) Prayer, remember, St. Teresa of Avila said, prayer is, is simply acknowledging the presence of God, that if I acknowledge God, I'm praying. That's what she said. If you just acknowledge God, you're praying. Saint, here's a beautiful thought of St. John Vianney, priest of uh, France, Ars France in the late um, 1800s. St. John Vianney, man, great saint. I'm, can I, I'm going to, here, here's a little letter he wrote, a little something he wrote. I, I thought it was beautiful. I keep it, and I, I'll, if you don't mind, I'll share it with you. He says this. He says, my, my little children, reflect on these words. The Christian's tre- tre- treasure is not earth, it's heaven. Our thoughts, then, ought to be directed to where your treasure is. This is the glorious duty of, of man and woman to pray and to love. I'm going to say that again. Pray and love. If you pray and love, that is where your happiness is going to be found. Think about that. Do you pray? Do I pray? How much do I pray? Do I pray? Do I give my attention to God? That's what St. Teresa said, attention to God. And then whatever I do, I don't care what it is. I say, Lord, I'm doing this out of love for you. I'm doing this out of love for my family, for somebody else, even myself. I, I, I take vitamins. I love myself too. You want me to be good to myself. Okay. If you pray in love, that's where your happiness is. Prayer, he said, is nothing but union with God. When one has a heart that is pure and united with God, that person walks around with a certain serenity, a certain sweetness that makes that person almost ecstatic. A, a light almost surrounds that person with a great brightness. In this intimate union, God and the soul are fused together like two bits of molten wax. Two bits of molten wax. You can't pull them apart when you mix the, that wax, those two pieces of wax together. This union of God with a t- t- tiny creature is, he says, truly a lovely thing. And it, it's happiness beyond our understanding. He's talking out of his own experience. I mean, he had happiness beyond what he, beyond his understanding. <laughs> so I'll keep going. Here we go. We had become unworthy to pray, but God in his goodness allowed us to speak with him. Our prayer is incense that gives God the greatest pleasure. One of the saints said, the one thing Jesus wants is our love. Jesus, I love you. That gives him the greatest joy because he he loves us and is just waiting for us to kind of return the favor. So he goes on. Here we go. My little children, your hearts are small, but prayer expands your hearts and make them capable of loving God. Through prayer, we receive a little foretaste of heaven. 
and something of paradise begins to come down upon us. Prayer never leaves us without sweetness. It's a honey that flows into the soul and makes all things sweet. When we pray properly, sorrow disappears like snow before the sun. It melts away. When we pray properly, sorrow goes away. He goes on to say, prayer also makes time pass very quickly with such a great delight that one does not even notice how long it is. And he goes on to give a personal example. That one, He said, once I was, I was in charge of the parish in Brazé, and most of my companions were, were sick, the other priests, so I had to make a long journey to say Mass there. I prayed to the good God, and believe me, it just seemed like no time passed at all. So it, it went so fast. Time sort of goes into a different zone in your time of prayer. Some, some people immerse themselves as deeply in prayer as a fish does immersed in water because they give themselves totally to God. Oh, my friends, that's the trick. Give yourself totally to God. Don't hold anything back. Don't, don't. Give it all. He gives it back 120,000 fold. Give it all. Takes trust. Takes faith. Remember, Sister Faustina, Jesus, I trust in you. If I give everything to God, are you sure he's going to give it all back or whatever? Don't worry. He's the, <laughs> he, he is so generous, you wouldn't believe it. Okay, so he, as he said, some people immerse themselves as, as deeply in prayer. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too, by immersing yourself in prayer. Because they give themselves totally to God. There's no division in their hearts. He says, oh, I, St. John says, oh, I I love those noble souls. He said, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Colette, they used to see our Lord and talk to him just as we see and talk to each other. How unlike them are we, he said. How often we come to church, here you go, with no idea of what we're going to do or ask for. And yet, whenever we go to another human being, we know very well what we're going to ask for, why I'm going he says, and still worse, some people who seem to speak to the good God, they, they talk like this. Well, I will only uh, say a couple things to you, Lord, then I'll get rid of you. I often think that if we were to come to adore the Lord, we would receive everything we ask for. Right. For if we would ask with a living faith, with a pure heart, we would receive everything. I'm going to say that again. Here's what St. John Vianney said. I often think that when we come to adore the Lord, we would receive everything we ask for if we would ask with a living faith and a pure heart. Wow. Lord, help me to ask. Let me go before you. By the way, let me, let me just make that point. Uh, we will in about two seconds. There's a point about asking in prayer. We'll be right back. Monsignor Frank Vignano, Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. Impoverished children break everyone's heart, but poverty seems like such a big problem. What can one person do to make a difference? For 17 years, Blessman International's passion has been to connect the resources of our donors with sustainable programs that impact the lives of impoverished children in South Africa. Our donors are feeding thousands of hungry children every week, providing basic water and sanitation for impoverished communities, and sharing the love of God in practical ways every day. Go to www.blessmaninternational.org and 
make your donation today. Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother Knights to keep standing for their faith. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Monsignor Frank Lignano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. We're talking about prayer. We're talking about prayer. And uh, it's wonderful. It's just this attention to God. And John Vianney, I just quoted him, he's talking about, well, when you go to pray, for, for, if you don't pray at all, hardly, I always tell people something a very holy bishop told me one time years ago. He said, I tell you, give God five minutes. Give him five minutes of your day. Every day, every day, absolutely. That sacred five minutes and figure out where and when and make it a habit. If you do it, what do they say, 30 times, it's, it's, you'll, you'll never miss it because it's a habit. Okay, it's like brushing your teeth. Five minutes. The five minutes becomes eight minutes. Ooh, wow. Becomes maybe 10 minutes. That's a lot of time. Wow. That's four commercials. That's four TV commercials right there. So <laughs> I'm being funny. But anyway, yeah, do it. Just do it. Pray. And the other thing is, folks, let me tell you this. You, uh, Jesus says in chapter 18 of Luke's gospel, pray always and never lose heart. Pray always. Always? Always? Yeah. Folks, as long as you're praying and your, your mind is, and you give God time to pray, then you go off to work. Then you're, you're an accountant and you're working with spreadsheets or whatever you're doing, or you're cleaning the house or, or you're, whatever you do, or your, your work. He says, you're still praying. You, you've got to put your attention on your, on your spreadsheets, but you've take, you're not taking your heart off of God. God sees that as a prayer. The only thing is that it doesn't really work unless we've, we've actually taken time to pray in the first place, you know, to kind of gear us in the direction of God. You've got to, got, to, got to set the gear that way, and then we go. So those are, those are some thoughts. I really hope that if you're not praying, you'll give give. God, at least five minutes, best darn five minutes you'll ever spend in your life. In fact, I tell you, you know, when you get up to be my age, you say, well, I'm sure glad he gave him that five minutes every day, whatever it was, or maybe more, 20 minutes. Okay, now, here, here's, uh, look, when we pray, uh, you say, well, how do I pray? How do I pray? Well, there are different kinds. They're like vocal prayers. Well, what's that mean? 
That means set prayers that you either read or recite or like the rosary, okay, Hail Marys, okay. That, that's vocal prayer. Our Father, vocal prayer. Those are called vocal prayers, words. They're good. They're fine. Nothing wrong with them, okay. And then there's meditation. What's that mean? Well, meditation is where I, for example, read the scriptures or read a holy passage of a, a saint, something a saint wrote or whatever, and I think about it in the presence of God. How is this affecting me, Lord? Wow, what are you saying to me here, Lord? Okay? And so that's why I've always heard that whenever you read a passage of Scripture, say that you spend your five minutes, the first two minutes, you, you, you have a Bible or prayer book, or you say a Bible someplace, and you're, gonna, you're, open, and you're going through Luke's Gospel. All right. Uh, you start reading, and you ask yourself two questions. What is God saying to me? Or what is God saying about me? To me or about me? Those are your two questions as you read. So that's called meditation. That's called, and then contemplation is different. It's more passive. It's more like, you know, I'm more like receiving. I'm not giving to God, but it kind of comes and goes, and it's stronger sometimes and lighter, but it's that presence, it's that stillness of God. And, uh, and that's another thing, folks, is that, we don't always have to be praying with prayers. You know, I, I said, you know, earlier that the, we don't have to vocal prayers. I don't have to always be saying Hail Marys or Our Fathers and all that. And I don't always have to be reading scripture. Sometimes I can be, I can enter into just this silent presence. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Presence of God. Uh-huh. It's called, it's a gift, contemplation. But I can kind of jumpstart it a little bit. I try to do this myself when I pray. And you, the way you jumpstart it uh, is silence. Silence. St. Vincent said, silence is a gift of God to let us speak more intimately with God. Silence. Wow. Do you ever think about that? Just be silent in God's presence? Ooh, man. Here's what St. Isaac of Syria said. If you pile up on one side of the scales all the rest of all your spiritual efforts and practices and prayers and everything else, silence, silence, you will find that silence outweighs everything. Many are the counsels that people have, but if someone embraces silence, superfluous for him will be the work of keeping them superfluous will will prove his former practices. In other words, once if you enter into contemplation, stay there. Man, that's it. You are one. One. Okay. Okay. So stay there. Now it's not gonna and you say, well I, I think I entered into some silent contemplation for about a minute. Wonderful. Twenty minutes. Whatever he gives you. Whatever. Then you go back to reading your scripture. Then you go back to your Hail Mary, your rosary, whatever. So Anyway, he says, Saint, again, St. Isaac, when you face God in prayer, become in your, the way you're thinking of yourself like a speechless baby. I'm a speechless baby in front of my parent. So that's what he's So silence is a wonderful w- way of praying. Yeah, it's, it's uh, the stillness of God. And so, uh, if, if, so that's what we, we see that, for example, uh, St. Blaise said that. Uh, Blaise Pascal, he's not a saint. He's a philosopher of the, in the 1600s, a Frenchman. 
uh, Blaise Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L. He wrote this one time, very smart man, great Catholic, died at age 39, I think. Um, Anyway, he he wrote, all the miseries of the human person come to the fact that no one can sit still for one hour. He thought if every if everybody would take one hour and be quiet and be still, the woes of the human race would go away. We just don't stop and listen to God. We don't. So that was his thing. So, uh, that the the God of silence and God of quiet. Wow, yeah. So I say, dear Lord, uh, still the fever I inhale for my energy that surrounds me and makes me feel small. Dear God, let me know that my own life is enough. I need not make assertions of myself, even as the whole world beckons this of me from a million electronic screens. Give me the grace to sit in peace inside my own life. And Lord, please also still the restlessness of my youth the hunger that would have me be everywhere, the hunger that would connect me to everybody. I could be connected to everybody that wants me to see and taste all there is to see and taste. It robs me of peace on a Friday night. Quiet those grandiose dreams that want me to stand out and be special. Give me the grace to live more contently inside my own skin. Wow. Quiet down. Oh, Lord. Lord, still my anxiety my heartaches, my worries, stop me from always being outside the present moment. Each day's worries are are sufficient unto themselves, as Jesus said. Give me the grace to know that you've pronounced my name in love. My name is written in heaven. I'm free to live without anxiety. Anxiety. Oh, Lord, there you go. Still my unrelenting need to be busy all the time. That I need to occupy myself always planning for tomorrow. To fill up every minute with some activity. Seeking distractions rather than quiet silence. Give me themes with age. Soothe the, acknowledge, the unacknowledged anger I feel from not achieving much of what I wanted to achieve in my lifetime. The failure that I feel in the face of all that I've left untried and unfinished. Still in me, Lord, still in me, the bitterness that comes from the failures I've experienced. Save me from the jealousy that comes unbidden as I begrudgingly accept my limits of my life. Give me the grace to accept what circumstance and, and what failure, what they've done to me or for me. Here's another one. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. I've got a couple more to share with you. Monsignor uh, Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. There are millions of children that go hungry every day. Thank you to Skeffington's Formalware for supporting Mary's Meals. Their vision is that every child in the world should be able to receive at least one good meal every day in a place of education. Mary'sMealsUSA.org Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family-owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop, ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com We're talking about silence, silence, silence before God. Wow. The great Charles Foucault, the venerable Charles Day Foucault, F-A-U-C-A-U-L-D, look him up. Wow. Charles Foucault, big playboy back in the 1800s in Paris, adventurous man with the French Foreign Legion in Algeria, etc., becomes a Trappist monk. He has a conversion. He says, once I believed that God existed, he had been an atheist, then I could do nothing but live my entire life totally for God. He becomes a Trappist monk. But the thing he loved the most was to go into the desert, which he did do eventually, uh, to be with God and, and then to serve the poor. And the, his whole thing was serving the poor. But the whole thing for him was silence. La Pelle du Silence is the French movie about him. L'appel du silence means the cry of the call of silence. So, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. In fact, I, I read somewhere silence is the language of God. So why not go to go go before the Blessed Sacrament? Go go into a church. Go into your church, and Jesus is present in the Holy Eucharist in the tabernacle. Okay, just be quiet. Just be quiet. Boy, if you can do that, you're you're a strong person. That's great. Okay. Wow. So so I was talking about how we dear God, quiet me down. Uh, please still within me that that congenital fear that I'm unloved, I'm unlovable, that love has to be earned, that I need to be more worthy. Lord, please silence within me the nagging suspicion that I'm forever missing out on something, that I'm odd, that I'm an outsider, that things are unfair. I'm not being respected or recognized for who I am. Give me the grace to know that I'm a beloved child of God whose love doesn't have to be earned. I don't have to earn God's love. Wow, I am loved. These other things are just big distractions. Oh, Lord, here you go. Dear Lord, still within me, my unforgiving thoughts, the grudges that I nurse from my past, from the betrayals I've suffered, from the, the abuses or, or the negativity that I've been subject to, quiet within me, Lord, still within me, the guilt I feel from my own betrayals, still within me, all that's wounded, unresolved, bitter, unforgiving, give the quiet that comes from forgiveness. The quiet that comes from forgiveness. O oh Lord, 
Still within me, here I am in the silence before you. Still within me, my doubts, my anxieties about your existence, about your concern, about your fidelity. Calm inside me the compulsion I have to leave a mark, to plant a tree, to have a child, to, to write a book, to create some form of immortality for myself. Give me the grace to trust, even in darkness and doubt, that you give me immortality, far beyond what this world can ever give. Oh Lord, here's another one in silence. You ready? Still my heart, so I may know that you are God, that I may know that you create, and you sustain my every breath, that you breathe the whole universe into existence every second. As St. Thomas Aquinas taught, the world, God, it took an infinite act of God's power to create the universe. It takes an infinite act of God's power to keep it going. Did you know that? It takes an, God didn't start the universe and then, then leave town. He keeps it going. So, yeah. So look for that silence. Yeah, silence is the language of God. Try that silence in church sometime, just or at home. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano, Iowa Catholic Radio, Thought of the Week. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.